0: Hi, and welcome. This is Dr. Dan Purser, DanPurserMD.com. Um, I'm the guy who brings you medical magic tidbits and other Western and natural medical ideas. you kind of to mix them all together and and get to the root cause of your problem. You can go to DanPurserMD.com uh, or email us to book an appointment time or call us at 801-796-7667. We have books on Amazon or Kindle um, in paperback. Uh... Or on e version and Kimball. Uh, sorry, Kindle I say Kimball. Mm-hmm. Kindle, uh, all under Dan Persram D. I think we've had seventeen number one books on Amazon, some many overall. Um, if you read one and liked it or or hated it even, please leave a review. Uh, not nice on us or even a scathing review. Uh, check out our YouTube channel, check out our, our podcast. Um where I ask you this every week for our podcast
1: everywhere where podcasts are apple Podcasts and
0: spotify so but i asked you before not at walmart not at cbs can not go in there and download you got to go to spotify or apple on the apps yep on the apps okay um there's all kinds of podcast apps mm-hmm. but most people just use spotify or apple podcast yeah, that's the one i use um mm-hmm. uh, you can also check out my website danpurstermd.com or our supplement website at physiciandesign.com or on Amazon. We're starting to get everything back up and going again on Amazon. Little by and little. The, and if you like me, uh, like what I've done or, or or like what I've said or, or just like listening to my voice, <laughs> please leave me a nice short 12-page review on Google uh, extolling all my virtues. Okay. <laughs> um, Jackson, um, any word on on what product next being built that? so we have copper balance
1: yep copper balance is back in stock we've been selling it uh, all week basically or at least the last couple yeah. of days um so yeah head over to physiciandesign.com it should be back on amazon very soon as well uh and then the next one we're working on is getting the mthfr support plus
0: back uh but the new updated version it's called
1: endure
0: Mhm. Yep, mthfr endure, endure. So we're really going to do a lot more with our Amazon pages too, right? That's the word. <laughs> That's the plan. <laughs> it's the thought. Okay. So, Brecken, who are the three prize winners yeah. from last week?
2: We've got Doe Holland McCammon.
0: Jaz- Say that again.
2: Doe Holland McCammon. Jasmine Bonin Hoychick. Rachel Hassard Shepard. Sorry, all of them have three names. But I've DM'd all of them, so if you guys know them... Let them know to check their DMs that they won the prize from last week's Facebook Live on IC, right? Tell me their names again. Okay.
0: So Doe Do- Holland McCannon. McCammon.
2: Yeah, McCammon.
0: Jasmine Bonin Hoychick. Rachel Hazard Shepard. Yep. Hazard. Yeah. Okay, Rachel Hussard Shepard. Got so,
2: it. So look in your DMs. <laughs> so they
0: get a bottle of Copper Balance and our bottle of Revar's Glutathione? Uh, Yes Well they're going to have fun with that Mm -hmm. They'll be up all night (laughs) I hope they really like those gifts Um, So you know If you need a physician who likes to listen to you Who honors you respects your opinion and knowledge Who will look for root causes Who digs really deep if you want me to Who's hardly ever late And will apologize profusely if I am And understands essential oils And other natural options first um, Connect with me And I can help you with all that um, so you know, I historically have a lot of patients that fly in uh, or drive in to see me. And then we they can be my patient. They have to come in back in when I have to do a physical follow-up with them. But that's pretty easily arranged. So if you want to become my patient, I keep forgetting to say all this. I can still see you as a patient through telemed. But only as long as you fly into see me in Utah where I'm licensed when the restriction laws live. If you have questions about this and all the timing involved, so call my office and we'll address this for you or email us and we'll address them. To my left is Brecken. Uh, She's my stepdaughter, lovely assistant, and co-commentator. And behind the camera and audio is my equally charming Simpson, Jackson, who runs some of our businesses. Mm -hmm. Really, most of them. Uh, Because we get too busy with everything else to run them. They also both help work in our companies and, and help us give you the products you need um, and, uh, and the, with the benefits you can rapidly fill. So famous medical quote of the week. So this, oh sorry, this is the one from last week. Let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. Who said that,
2: Brecken? Hippocrates. Got it right. <laughs> now
0: this week also by Hippocrates, the life's so short. The craft so long to learn, and I know so little. Okay, I added the last part. Is that
2: really what you want to be known for? Do you hmm. know so little?
0: Mm, I'd say I have other quotes, of four I'd rather be known for. Can I say them? Sure. I wrote them down, of course,
3: because
0: so, <laughs> otherwise I would never remember the quotes. Do not let an insurance company determine your path of care. Quote number one. Quote number two, I'm still waiting to hear from Stockholm on this, and the Nobel Prize for Medicine, copper metallothionine dysfunction causes fibromyalgia and some migraines. A lot of migraines, actually. So, uh, antioxidants do work when handled correctly, that's number three. We're going to find out more and more about this over the next few years. Okay, and one of my favorites, dig deeper doctors, try finding the actual root cause before turning to prescriptions so true yeah. okay last week we discussed interstitial cystitis or ic and what i personally believe are the natural causes of that world is the horrible disease if there are any follow-up questions past, uh, post that visit um oh sorry if there are any follow-up questions post those now so um we can look at them too i'll try and answer them this week we we're discussing progesterone and all its many benefits so um Why don't we get ready and you can start asking me questions? uh, Mm -hmm. And I'll try to answer all the questions or get humiliated trying.
2: Whoever can stump him wins. What?
0: No, what? No.
2: (laughs) I'm just kidding. I can
0: probably be stumped in like two minutes. Okay. (laughs) So let's start. You have a shot at me. Here it goes. Remember, my book on progesterone was number one three times overall on Amazon.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy. First off, how was your 4th of July?
0: Hot. (laughs) <laughs>
2: hmm. That's it.
0: Bun. No, it's great. The fireworks going off. We we'll, we we'll watch from our back porch. Uh Jared who's getting ready to go off to medical school. He'll be in Clearwater, by the way. If there's anyone out there who who wants to say hi to Jared sometime or make him some cookies or <laughs> <laughs> he would like that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh let me know and I'll personally give you his address so you can deliver the cookies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so. can
2: personally give you dr Purser's again. no no to no, him no we're not cookies. doing this
0: <laughs> no. okay um so um th- that was a wait, no. I don't want a question you want go ahead questions Kay. yeah
2: when you say natural progesterone what does that mean and why is it important
0: natural progesterone means it's bioidentical it's biologically identical I know that's just an overused term but it's biologically identical to what your body produces plus it's from natural sources and natural things were used to get to convert the soy, which we use the Mexican wild yam. So not soy, but we use a Mexican wild yam to convert the Mexican wild yam to progesterone. So it's as natural as you can get. At least that's our attempt with everything. We're really careful about our sources and what we use and do all that natural progesterone. The reason that's important, because it, it has really no, no, pretty much no downside. So it doesn't cause cancer. It's never been associated with causing cancer. It actually dramatically reduces your risk for breast cancer. In all cancers overall, if your level stays really good, um, it does a lot of really incredible things for you as women. And we're gonna go through those tonight. Um, and that's it, you wanna use the natural form of it. Yeah.
1: Bioidentical
3: is the
0: main point. I don't know about that's It's such a byword. People have overused it, so it started to have no meaning. Hmm. Actually, a bad meaning, especially among you know, living people, but it just means it's biologically identical to what you make. There's no difference. And we use an all natural form of it to make everything we play with. So, Gotcha. Or the pharmacies we use to.
2: Yeah. I'd say the. Most, we just started this, but the question I keep seeing pop up is, because Progestins Plus is out of stock right now, what can they be doing instead currently while it's out of stock?
0: Um, Contact our office. We'll connect you with another option you can use while Progestins Plus is out of stock. It shouldn't be out of stock much longer. No, Maybe it shouldn't. day or two.
2: Mm. Well, we'll see. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah,
0: but you can always contact our office. Email us at info at MD.com dot com will help you just for some temporary options.
2: Cool. Um so what's the difference between like the progestins plus and like an RDT progesterone option?
0: One's a medicine, one's just a, a cosmetic supplement.
2: And who needs like the different versions? What are they for?
0: Uh I'm not gonna I'm not gonna compare those two. It's okay. not fair and It could be FDA FTC by license up there. Um, That just doesn't work as a good comparison. So um, I will use I will use the prescription progesterone, like an RDT for women who supplement help or helping them get their ovaries going better or whatever we we do to address that. Um, And that's often what we try to do. But uh, when they need a lot more than just what a little supplement can provide. So some women just need a lot more, they're having severe hot flashes or night sweats or, or severe PMS or severe endometriosis. Um, endometriosis is probably one of the most common bad low progesterone things. I see you give them a lot of natural progesterone and 99% of women feel really good on it or more. So, and there's no real, Downside to the upside <laughs> of, of high dose progesterone. Yeah. Except for it will make you drowsy. It well, that's called a progesterone hangover. You don't want that. That means you're taking too much.
2: Yeah, it's hard in the morning. Not fun. I've done that. Um, is there any age that women should stop taking progesterone, or is there any age that's too young for progesterone?
0: Yeah, if they're if they're not menstruating, uh, then they probably shouldn't use it. But some girls sort of pseudo menstruation before they really have their first period and and maybe a little support with something like uh pp would help um a little there maybe um and um i know i do not personally believe there's an age where they should stop taking it doctors will say that you no longer have ovaries you no longer have a uterus you don't need it but that's, you're still a woman. You still need it. It helps you sleep. It helps reduce your risk for various cancers. Um, it helps um, prevent osteoporosis. It does a lot of good things. Natural progesterone well.
2: Yeah. So even if you've had a hysterectomy, you definitely should still be taking it, right?
0: I don't know about definitely, but I believe you should. Most doctors probably argue with that. Yeah. That's fine. They're entitled to their opinion. Um, I've got the book and the references and everything to back me, so...
2: Yeah, did you mention that progesterone helps with endometriosis? Yes. So, what does it do for that?
0: Cools everything off. Um, women who have endometriosis—I know I'm going to get a lot of blowback on this. My belief is they're not making enough natural progesterone internally in their ovaries, and so they need extra. Proof is in the pudding. Um, ask questions to the to the women who are who are on this uh, uh, Facebook Live tonight. And some will pop up and say, yeah, they take the progesterone for the endo. And they feel really good doing them. It's like your mom, she took it. So,
2: yeah. Um, so you mentioned earlier that progesterone helps prevent cancers, whereas a lot of literature nowadays, sometimes they're saying that it could cause cancer. Why do you believe that it does? They,
0: they conflate, uh, they conflate natural progesterone with the synthetic progestational agents all the time. Physicians do write those articles, researchers, um, that, that they're wrong. Uh, and that's been proven over and over and over again. Uh, it's inarguable. Um, first study that really, really touted it, uh, natural progesterone was 1981, the American college of, uh, epidemiology. How was that? epidemiology? I believe so. Uh, I've got the article in my, Breast Cancer Patient Survival Guide. And also in my my newest edition of my progesterone book on Kindle and Amazon, but it's where they showed if you have a normal level of progesterone, you have a 500 plus percent decreased risk of breast cancer and a thousand percent decreased risk of all cancers overall. Man. And that's continued to be shown again, and again, and again, 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 again. While natural, while the synthetic progestational agents, as in birth control pills and other things have a 250% decrease or sorry, increased minimum in breast cancer risk. That's why they always put those package inserts in the pills.
2: It's scary. Yeah. What about, no. um, if you're pregnant, should you be taking progesterone?
0: Some women miscarry often. So OBGYNs will prescribe them progesterone or women with bad endometriosis or can't mount a proper, Uh, progesterone response because they have vitamin deficiency or whatever. That's partially my job to figure that out. I get a lot of IVF failures I call them or people who can't afford to pay for IVF that want to look at other options first which is wise to try and do that but um, but they need progesterone at least through the 10th week when they're hopefully by then they're mounting a really big progesterone response because your progesterone level normally is above 10, maybe 20 before you're pregnant uh, or when you first get pregnant. Now on the last day of pregnancy, it can be as high as 900. And so you need might need a lot of progesterone to maintain it through. Uh, I have a few patients who instead of wanting shot, the getting the progesterone shots from their OB-GYN will just keep taking the RDTs throughout their pregnancy. Yeah. So yeah, it happens.
2: Yeah. Um, do you think that progesterone could help with like depression and anxiety and those kind of Definitely
0: things. anxiety. It helps a lot of women with anxiety. It's very calming. It's very nurturing. It's a feel-good hormone, as we call it in our book. The title of my book, Progesterone, Women's Feel-Good Hormone. <laughs> Get it now.
2: Can you take progesterone throughout the whole month? Or is there certain times like during your cycle you should take it? Or I'm
0: not a big fan of cycling. Though no, some younger patients I will cycle. Most that I deal with have bad disease issues like... PCOS, like endometriosis, like severe PMS, severe PMS, they can probably get away with taking it around the time of their cycle. But a lot of other women like taking it all the time and I kind of help them work through that and take it out. They want or need what, because everyone's different. Everyone has six different medical needs and they're genetically different and have different receptor problems and everything else. Mm-hmm. So it's really complex.
2: And would you say most of the time you recommend taking it at night just in case of, like, yes. the... Yes.
0: Take it at night because it'll make you really sleepy if you take it right. Though, I'll also suggest smaller doses during the day, um, especially during that time of the month.
2: Yeah. Can using progesterone make you more prone to developing type 2 diabetes? No. Should I no, assume?
0: there's no articles. There's no studies that, I've seen yeah. that supports that, no. I looked that up.
2: Not one, yeah. Is there a certain vitamin deficiency that you commonly see with women with low progesterone levels? Yes,
0: B12, folate, pentothenate.
2: So it's probably the top three. Like MTHFR patients, probably more commonly. A lot
0: do. of them have low progesterone. They have low hormones. They have they have ovarian insufficiency, and a lot of other um, hormonal problems. Thyroid, they'll appear to be hypothyroid their ovaries aren't working correctly um, because they're so deficient because those genetic errors block your ability to absorb B vitamins and certain other things at a cellular level again I'm gonna say it good nutrition and good vitamins and equals good hormones out yeah like progesterone
2: what about those with estrogen dominance should they take progesterone
0: I don't know. It's case by case, but usually the way you balance out estrogen dominance is by taking progesterone to balance it out. You don't bring down the estrogen level though. I know I've talked to some women who are like, they want to do remove one of my ovaries or do a hysterectomy on me to bring down my estrogen dominance. Mm. I, boy, you need better answers than that to, or to make that decision. <laughs> I wouldn't do it.
2: Yeah. Can you take progesterone after having an ablation? I don't oh, yeah. know what is an ablation.
0: So some women for endometriosis get laser ablated. They open them up, I don't know, surgically and zap all the little inflamed mm-hmm. areas on their on their uterus, um, and um, or inside their uterus, inside their cervix endometrium, uh, and um, they're trying to keep them from having crazy heavy periods. So they scar them up in there. Um, Yeah, it doesn't take away the need for, uh, you know, adequate amounts of progesterone. Even if you're 35 or 32 or 41 or 50. Yeah. It's you've had an ablation, it doesn't really deal with the root cause. And maybe taking progesterone does not deal with the root cause. I try and usually find out what the root cause is and deal with that. Mm. It's usually It's a little more difficult to do that, but it's usually the cheapest way to go. What should you rather do? Take expensive progesterone, RDTs, the rest of your life, or take vitamins that'll help you build your own progesterone in your ovaries. Yeah. I'd take the vitamins. Definitely the
2: natural option, too. Yeah. Um, What about this lady? She had breast cancer 20 years ago. Two lumps tested positive for estrogen and progesterone. um, Suspected from HRTs but she's wondering, is it okay to use progesterone now?
0: So having, this is what I was told at USC by the pharmides there. Cause I, cause I was telling patients not to take progesterone when they had breast cancer. They said that was a big mistake. That, again, I'm going to reiterate progesterone has never been shown to cause breast cancer. Never, ever, ever no study what it does show. You can go to PubMed and search progesterone and the word apoptosis, A-P-O-P-T-O-S-I-S. There are literally hundreds of studies that show that progesterone kills breast cancer. So pops it, or causes apoptosis of breast cancer cells. Over and over, over again, they keep finding the same data, um, in those studies, natural progesterone, not synthetic, not what's in birth control pills, cause it does not pop breast cancer cells. It it's very inflammatory and pro-inflammatory and causes, breast cancer um or is at least heavily associated um i'm talking about like norgesterol and stuff like that um having progesterone receptor positive cancer is actually advantageous to take more progesterone because it attaches to and causes apoptosis of any pre-malignant cells that's when women who take natural progesterone get really tender breasts because it's essentially eliminating the um the fibrodense breast tissue, which is full of premalignant, you know, precursor breast cancer cells. I don't know if most women out there know that, but it is a breast cancer risk factor to have fibrodense breast tissue because a lot of that tissue is precancerous um, mm-hmm. and progesterone kills it. So, and it does the same with, with uh, preliminary early breast cancer cells. Will it cure breast cancer? Probably not once it gets set in and inactive but at least it reduces your risk dramatically
3: yeah.
0: of all cancers I don't and so also know this there's no cause and effect with progesterone and breast cancer just because you happen to have progesterone receptors on a breast cancer that's not the progesterone progesterone didn't cause that it's just your genetic error that caused that cancer that caused it no cause and effect between the progesterone and the breast cancer crazy does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People are always like, it caused my breast cancer. Uh, no, it doesn't. There's been no studies to show that.
2: Yeah.
0: Just, so you know, I lectured to physicians all over the world about this stuff. And not well, clearly not in the last six months, but, <laughs> but yeah, five, five times I should have spoken in Orlando so far this year and um, maybe four. I can't remember, but they've all been canceled, but some of them were about progesterone.
2: Yeah, it's true. Um, Two
0: physicians practicing MDs. So I've never been sued for my book. I've never had anyone question it. The references are really solid. So,
2: That's why it's been number one so many times. Yep. <laughs> just kidding. Um, What kind of testing do you recommend women get for hormones or, like you mentioned, vitamin testing? It varies
0: so much according to where you are, what you've been doing, what time in your life you are. I usually like if you're just... P- postmenopausal or just getting there and not quite sure you're there. I don't want to see a progesterone level an estradiol level, a, uh, a TSH and FT3 and an FT4 and a um, free and total testosterone and a DHEA SO4. Um,
2: is the drop in progesterone after pregnancy, the reason why so many women go through postpartum depression? Do you think has a
0: lot to do with it? You want to make a woman happy. Or less depressed after having a baby, and if they have postpartum depression, give them some—I don't know—some progesterone plus, or or some good vitamins or something.
2: Yeah.
0: Probably PP. Is what I'd give. Them.
2: Can progesterone help with hypothyroidism? You kind of mentioned that. No. Earlier. No. Do you think they're connected at all?
0: No. Well, uh, that no, both can be due to vitamin deficiencies, yeah. but they're not really directly connected.
2: Gotcha um is there a certain area that's better to apply progesterone i know like the, some people take it orally
0: oral is the best the creams haven't been shown to work there are a couple of serums that kind that work but they're still not prescription level by any means um and um yeah so uh wrists find the knees stuff like that so when i say the creams have not been shown to work after 30 days, the cream is 30% less effective. After 90 days, there's nothing in that cream, no progesterone left that's functional. Yeah. And that cream, it oxidizes, it goes bad. There's been several studies done that have shown that. Yeah. So everyone's moving away from creams, or should be. Yeah. Progesterone cream just doesn't work very well. And some women are not a good absorber. I'm not a good absorber of testosterone cream. You can literally, I can fill a bathtub with it, roll in it all day like a pig in mud, <laughs> and it would, it would do nothing for my testosterone level. I'd look really funny and feel horrible. Would you turn, it, like,
2: yellow or something? Probably, like who knows. <laughs> um, slimy. Ugh. Could you take progesterone while also using birth control?
0: I usually advise not to um, because I don't want to be blamed if they get a... A clot or anything else which is fairly common with birth control pills but um i don't know about fairly common but a certain percentage of women are going to get clots strokes heart attacks from birth control pills um and i just don't ever want to be blamed for it yeah but uh but it's safe to do you can take them together it's not going to cause an increased inflammation or anything like that to wean some women off birth control pills for the endometriosis i will give the two together for a month or two till like they get off the birth control pills.
2: Are there any signs that your progesterone level is too high? Like if you're taking, too yes, much? you
0: get sleepy all the time. It's called a progesterone hangover. If you take too many RD rapid dissolve church, which is my favorite form, or progesterone capsules, um, at night before bed. And you have a hangover the next morning. I always say if you're waking up at about the time that price is right is coming on, then you probably <laughs> took too much. Cause that's usually around 10 or 11 o'clock in most parts of the country.
2: Mm-hmm. Not good. <laughs> what about those who have factor five Leiden, um, the blood right. disorder, can they take progesterone? Yes. Cool.
0: I know their doctors won't give it. Um, they'll fight them on it and everything else. That's the estradiol you can't take.
2: Is Clary Sage a good, um, alternative to progesterone? No. Is that, what is Claris age for?
0: Uh, It's been a natural alternative to estradiol for hundreds of years.
2: Gotcha. Estrogen. What about, can progesterone help with hair loss?
0: Yes. I remember I was speaking in, I want to say St. Louis, and at a big event, and a woman got up and the, because I said, does anyone want to speak to the virtues of taking natural progesterone? and This lady got up and, she was hilarious. She just went through the list. Right down the line said her hair was thick and pretty and bushy now or she'd been losing it before, all this. Yeah, I can definitely help. Not just from that, but there's lots of studies that show that. Yeah. But the number one cause of women's hair loss is vitamin deficiency. Mm-hmm. There's a great book called The Bald Truth About Women's Hair Loss by Spencer David Coburn, And the, oh, let me summarize it for you. And they're really hard. To, for a while, they are really hard to find copies. They are going for 300 plus each on Amazon used, but he keep finally put it back in print. But um, I'm gonna summarize it. Vitamin deficiency is by far and away the most common cause of women's hair loss. If you know someone who's lost a lot of hair or or um, has a lot of hair loss, um, uh, it's almost always a vitamin deficiency. And if they can't get help anywhere, have them contact my office.
2: Yeah. Are there any medications that counteract progesterone or that you shouldn't take with progesterone, like um, thyroid medication or diabetes? Nope, nothing. It's Um, natural. Yeah.
1: Real quick. um, Some people are a little confused because you're jumping back and
0: forth between progesterone plus and uh, natural progesterone. I'm always, I'm mostly talking about, I'm talking about natural progesterone. Mm -hmm. I'm really being careful. I don't want to drag progesterone plus too much into this because FTC, FDA, they can be watching. Who knows? And I don't want to get you living in trouble. So yeah. don't be, don't be confused. Um, I'm covering the topics.
2: Progesterone straight across the board. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah,
0: and you can apply that to whatever you want.
2: Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um. Sorry, I'm scrolling through all these. You guys are going so and I, cause fast. Because I don't
0: want to cause my favorite company to get questions raised or problems. Yep.
2: Yeah. So are heavy periods at 45 year olds normal with big clots? Is this menopause or is this just low could progesterone? Could be
0: perimenopause. Yeah, low progesterone. Start of um, start of menop- early, early start of menopause. The average female goes through menopause at 52 here in the U.S. Yeah. Fifty-one, fifty-two.
2: 51, um, 52. So you mentioned progesterone. It causes sleepiness, but could it help you sleep a lot? Oh, yeah.
0: Time? Yeah, yes. Yeah, a lot of women love the way it helps them sleep. It's incredible. You can't take a little tiny baby dose. You need to take a real dose of it.
2: Yeah. You'll know. You'll feel it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Does it help you sleep? Oh, If I don't take it, I have such a hard time going to sleep. Cause... Yeah.
0: So, no, don't give it to your husband when he can't sleep. He just gets to sit there and wants you to snore like a grizzly bear <laughs> uh, in hibernation because... Progesterone causes inflammation in men. Not good. So yeah, it's not good. Also reduces libido in men. Mm. So
2: what can you say? What vitamin deficiencies you normally see? Progesterone. Um, Wait, I did that earlier. I know, but a lot of people are like, "Oh no!" What, what were they again?
0: B twelve, folate, natural folate, and pentothenate, because most of it's associated with methylation or MTHFR issues. So you know, eighty five percent of Young Living Distributors from what we could tell when we designed Master Formula um, and helped design it, have MTHFR or other methylation problems that are significant because most of them had B12, folate, pentothenate uh, deficiencies. We took a thousand spectra cells on Young Living Distributors, random spectra cells, um, and they weren't on any specific vitamins or maybe they were on something is before master formula or then in super B reformulation that I also assisted in. But, um, but yeah, we know you got, we know you, young living distributors. A lot of you have methylation problems. That's why you're young living distributors. Cause you can't take most medications. Birth control pills will flip you out. Prenatals are terrible for you. They cause you nausea and vomiting, toxicity issues, stuff like that. We know who you are. So,
2: yeah. How do you know if you need progesterone without a blood test? Is there a way?
0: Are you hot flashing, night sweating, yeah. uh, PMSing like crazy? Have bad endometriosis? I'd still probably get the blood test, but it's not critical to you know before you start it. Yeah. Or I'd probably get it before you start just to see. I like to document it, but yeah, if you're on a deserted island, I'd take it.
2: Can you take progesterone when you're breastfeeding? Yes. What do you think about the Troche progesterone?
0: It's all right. Troche is the next best thing to RDT. A well, really well-made RDT, which is super smooth, tastes great, dissolves quickly. Um, is really hard to find. You gotta be really good at what the art of compounding. Uh, and I know only three or four pharmacies that can do that in the U S really well. And there are probably more, I just know of only three or four they the really big ones, but, um, but man, they were really good. Much better than a trochee. A
2: trochee. Well, it's all right. I think I called it a trochee. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's
0: pronounced all kinds of ways, but you know. it's a trochee.
2: Um, is estradiol progesterone? I've seen that a couple of times.
0: Was estradiol progesterone yeah. what? Yeah,
2: I just think people are confused. The hormones. On the difference.
0: No, estradiol is, is, a, is um supports your bones, your heart, your uh, skin. Um ma- it's what makes you a woman. But progesterone does too. They're both really for women only. And um they're just different in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Um should will worsen endometriosis. Uh will cause heavier periods, all that uh, if you if you have estrogen dominance as they say, progesterone backs all that off. And gives you light periods, um, makes you feel really good, uh, um, and um, helps you sleep really good. And is a mood elevator the next day.
2: Do you think that extended nursing causes progesterone levels to drop, or do you think that's kind of just a postpartum? Effect? Case by
0: case thing? No, I don't think necessarily. Yeah. No.
2: Um, so the people are also saying Master Formula is out. Do you have any recommendations? Uh,
0: email our office and we'll tell you.
2: How do we contact our office?
0: Info at danpersermd.com. Email them.
1: Yep. Or there's a good uh, contact page on danpersermd.com if that's easier. Either way. Thanks,
0: Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, email us and we'll we'll get back to you quick.
2: Mm. If you're a homozygous for MTH or FAR, will you need more progesterone than others?
0: You need more vitamins than others. <laughs> um, You might need more progesterone if you're not getting adequate vitamins. Again, proper nutrition, proper vitamins in equals good hormones out. So you cannot build hormones, testosterone, progesterone, estriol, thyroid, DHEA, any of them, if you're malnourished, if you have vitamin deficiencies. Your body's in survival mode. You're exhausted all the time. You're tired you got brain fog, all that. That's not from lack of progesterone. That's from lack of vitamins. Mm-hmm. That's why we fall back on the spectra cell. Because it defines what intracellular vitamin, minerals, amino acid deficiencies you're dealing with. Because serum levels can be falsified from... Okay, what if you have a lot of cyanocobalamin, which is B12 made with cyanide floating around your bloodstream, and your doctor gets a... A B12 level is going to go. You have a really high B12 level, yeah, because you can't absorb cyanocobalamin into your cells if you have MTHFR. It's not going to happen, or certain other conditions. It's not going to happen, and um, yet you'll have a horrible B12 deficiency on an intracellular evaluation um, with a the cell. So they're the only ones with the with the technology. Trust me, they are it. They have the patent. They're the only ones. No one not quite knows exactly how they do it. It's an expensive process to get into. Um, but I'll show you what deficiency you actually have. It's great. I, I see a
1: lot of people asking about what vitamins to help to... or what, what, what Sorry, what vitamins to take to help with their hormones. And uh, I'm sure you want to expound a little bit on that. Yeah,
0: Super B or, or, um, or uh, Master Formula or... Or uh, Thorne Thorn Research has a basic two a day, which is really good. If you're not a young living distributor, um, they also have a Thorne Research B complex, stuff like that. But know your genetics first. So, how, how can they do that? How can they test all this? Spectra cell and like a foundation methylation test off our website, at least. So you can tell why you can't absorb these vitamins. And then you'll see your Spectra cell kind of bizarrely. <laughs> It's not really bizarre when you understand the science, but it matches up with your, uh, with your uh, foundation methylation, with your genetics. So for example, a lot of people have a, a folate deficiency um, in the, the spectra cell, but they don't have a folate deficiency outside their cells, in their blood. Um, why is that? Well, what's really common here in the US is folar 2, a folar 2 error or SNP. Um, SNP means a single nucleotide protease, meaning it's just screwed up, a screwed up genetic error that's been passed down to you. So you have three folate receptors on your cell surface and they each are coded for by a specific gene, folar one, folar two, F-O-L-R two, F-O-L-R three. And if you have an error in any of those, or but the most common is folar two in the U.S., you won't absorb certain certain forms of folate. Last week alone, I saw four, nine people with homozygous folate 2 uh, receptor errors or or genetic errors. And so they don't have any folate 2 receptors. That means pretty much half their folate's not gonna be absorbed. And it's been that way for them all their life. So half of folate's missing inside their cell. Their hormones are always gonna be running low at half mass you know it's just kind of they'll always produce half the amount of progesterone or testosterone or stuff like that unless you will do a workaround with a certain forms of the vitamins to work around that genetic error that's what we do that's what I do yep
2: yeah that's Um, how we do it can, can progesterone help with migraines
0: uh, yeah, definitely. It's in the literature. It's all over the place. Uh, definitely. So I uh, usually, two, the most two common causes of migraines I see are, are low progesterone, which so progesterone naturally cools off women's arteries and they're most sensitive in the brain, also in the pelvis. Uh, the question earlier about endometriosis, progesterone cools things off. More progesterone cools things off a lot. in women, they get happy, they get soothed. They get happier the next morning when they wake up after a great night's sleep stuff like that um the other cause of migraines i see is copper really high uh copper through the ncc formula and so we have to deal with that by usually it's a copper metallothionine dysfunction Yep. and so we'll that's copper. Yeah.
2: man and you've talked a lot about those in other videos so yeah. go feel free to check out his other videos yeah
0: copper metallothionine dysfunction causing a copper toxicity issue
2: yeah. Um, what about PD eighty twenty? Would that help with progesterone no. production?
0: No, it won't hurt, but it won't help necessarily. Um, PD eighty twenty is a really good product. Most women end up taking too much of it twice a week, maybe three times at most is the, the highest dose I'd go mm. uh for most women. Um yeah, if you need PD eighty twenty you're either in menopause or perimenopause or you have vitamin deficiencies. Cause your DHA and pregnenolone production should be fine. If it's not, you've got vitamin deficiencies or you could have ovarian trauma or adrenal trauma. Yeah. So I, I'm going to cause a, a, a storm of comments. <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan of adrenal fatigue. That's an odd diagnosis to me. It's not really, to my knowledge, even a, a an official ICD 10 or ICD nine diagnosis what it could it's fatigue, it's just fatigue, and your adrenals may not be working correctly, nor your ovaries nor your, your thyroid, um, because you're vitamin deficient. That's usually the cause of, of what you're calling adrenal fatigue is really just a, a vitamin deficiency associated fatigue. So
1: I've seen a couple times on here people are asking about when in life they can take Progestins Plus, premenopause, postmenopause, and then also uh, much earlier in life. Yeah. All the time,
0: right? Yeah. I'll just say, yeah. Yeah, ask your upline, ask your downline. They'll tell you. It's the number one personal care product at Young Living. Um, and there's a lot of women using it every month. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll have no trouble asking about it. You get a storm of answers <laughs> on that. They'll see exactly how to, how to. I just got to be really careful what I say and do on Facebook and everything. I don't want to cause any problems.
2: Yeah. What about those with PCOS? Is progesterone good for them?
0: Very. Very. But again, what we found is every PCOS patient has bad, bad, significantly bad methylation errors. Like their compound heterozygous or their homozygous C677T on the MTHFR issues and they have big, bad, ugly vitamin deficiencies, which are causing most of their problems. So again, long-term, you can deal with the whole problem from that angle, but they need natural progesterone to begin with and lots of it. They tend to really like it. So natural progesterone, if done right, typically causes weight loss or weight normalization. So a lot of women like taking it, um, not for weight loss, but they just happen to notice that they're losing weight too.
2: Yeah. Um, this is kind of going along with PCOS this lady she has PCOS she's been taking myo-d-chiral inositol or inositol super B and progestins plus but she, nothing's been corrected yet do you have any suggestions I for try
0: Chiral Balance on Amazon it's a d-chiral inositol maybe that's what she's talking about 600 milligrams yeah try one or two a day but watch for hypoglycemia try more progesterone and get a spectra cell trying to figure out what's going on with your intracellular vitamin
3: levels
0: um, levels and environment. Yeah. And that'll probably lead to figuring out your, what your genetic errors are with some genetic testing. I don't know if it's still on sale, but it, check out 23andMe. They might still be on sale. Don't use your real name. Don't use your real date of birth because privacy is a big issue on that, on that site. But I get the medical 23andMe if it's still on sale. And then get a Hacker, a network hacker, dot com um get the nutra hacker complete um and um it can be really can really help me a lot in figuring things out mm-hmm. um so and if need be we need to get more specific when we get a, a pro seven or or a uh, foundation methylation but between all that i can definitely figure out most of your issues in this realm that and the spectrum so
2: yeah What's the best way to determine how much progesterone that you need to take? Testing or just feeling it out?
0: I think women have to figure that out with dosing it, with trying it, with uh, with adjusting their doses uh, in small amounts as they go through it and seeing how they feel. Um, I mean, if you take too much, you're going to be sleepy. You're going to get a progesterone hangover, which is... um, which is a way you can say, wow, I know I can't take four of those. I get a progesterone just run, the next morning. I can't, I felt like I want to sleep all day. Yeah. You're taking too much. Maybe instead of four, you need three or even two and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, and RDTs can be cut up like that. Um, so, and then if your period comes and it's crazy, you might want to go up to be the rule is to double them. So if you're taking two and a half, try five, and when your period hits, um, if you have horrible PMS or endometriosis, and I have some women who are severe endometriosis cases, so one out of two hundred women are, so I have nine of those, uh, which matches with about the two thousand patients I have. They take twelve to fifteen progesterone RDTs a night, and they have severe endometriosis. It means they're missing their. I think it's their progesterone alpha receptors are all. They never had them they were born with them so they need a lot of production to force it into their their endometrium yeah
2: that's a lot but when you need it you need it huh
0: yeah and they'll tell you that you'll start them on it you're gonna take one at night and then a few days later you call I'll call back check on people and they'll go I'm taking four I'm <laughs> like wow it's not enough it's not even close I'm like let's just kind of hang there for a while and then I'll call back a week or two later check them again and they'll go, I'm taking 12. I'm like, <laughs> what? So, um, and they go, no, it feels really good. And I'm, I'm finally sleeping in my, I don't hurt down there and my, I just had a period and, and I had to go up to 15 for a few days, but it's really good. And I think 12 is the magic number. I'm like, are you getting a loan at a bank? I mean, <laughs> cause this is not cheap, it's but, expensive. Um, but I say, okay, let's adjust the prescription accordingly. Yeah. So, yeah, because percentage- they have severe... Severe endometriosis. And, and they've had a lifetime of surgeries and other horrors where they're young and they don't want to do it anymore.
2: It's not fun. Um, does progesterone work for PMDD? It
0: can help a lot.
2: What is PMDD? Google it. Okay. Um,
0: yeah, it can help a lot with PMDD.
2: What about this lady? She keeps asking about. I can't read. Is that arrhythmia and notice some?
0: erythema nodosum
2: is there any alternative for those who have that
0: can you say to get into the mic erythema nodosum yeah i i don't it's probably not the it's probably not the main the main active in Progestin plus doing that yeah i'm just gonna leave that vague yeah
2: okay. um what about is progesterone good for helping i had this question where to go she's been trying to conceive for over two years has pcos and she's done multiple rounds of clomid. What would you help suggest?
0: Foundation methylation, spectrosol. Cause she she doesn't know what she's doing or why they haven't done enough digging into it. No. Clomid's oh, it's a strange option. Uh, and and I don't know whether natural progesterone would be an option or not. Probably, but um, I just have to evaluate the situation more. That's the way I'd probably approach it. Spectre cell and get her genetics and see what the heck's going on.
2: Yeah. Um, Can progesterone affect ADHD?
0: Yes, in women or girls, not in boys.
2: Yeah. What would it do?
0: It can help calm them down uh, and help them focus a little better. You heard that over and over again. Is it a treatment for it? Not to my knowledge. It's just something that would probably help.
2: Yeah. Is RDT progesterone by prescription or OTC? It's prescription. Yeah.
0: Capsules are prescription too. Yeah. Uh,
2: I just thought this was good. She started with two drops on her ankle. After several nights, she woke up really sleepy, backed off, and now she does one drop and feels great. So that's an example of someone just kind of trying it as she goes. Yeah, goofing around with some progesterone
0: mm-hmm. plus or whatever she was using. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Just figure it out. It's kind of fun.
1: Everyone's so different, huh?
2: Yeah.
0: Definitely different.
2: Um, just going through all these.
0: You can go faster. What about
2: Ella, if you don't? You can't use essential oils because she gets reactions. She loves them, but she doesn't know what to do.
0: I don't know what to do either.
2: Okay.
0: I'm making a comment on that hair. <laughs>
2: Maybe i uh, her. She wants her to email
0: me personally at info yep. at com. Maybe I can help her. Yep. We get a lot of emails there if i can't help i'll say i can't help or maybe you need to set up some time so we can talk about this more um because i'm really swamped most of the time but i really my you know what however many i i can help i'll, I'll try and help you every day mm-hmm.
2: um does having ovarian cysts and uterine fibroids mean you need to use progesterone
0: that's a really complex question usually fibroids and some the literature suggests over cysts here from years of lack of progesterone, but, um, someone will start on RDTs and stuff and they've had cysts before and they'll get another one. And it's, I've had, I know I've had a couple recently really blamed the RDTs on the, on developing a cyst. I've actually never seen a correlation there. So
2: interesting. Um, this girl, she has horrible PMS. She gets really bloated and super exhausted. Like her stomach is so tender that even riding her lawnmower and hitting bumps just hurts so bad. Um,
0: she's in, I'm just guessing. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to make this diagnosis because I haven't examined her. But there's a strong possibility she has endometriosis. That's why it hurts.
3: Yeah.
0: And she needs to um, figure out why she's not making that progesterone. I know a lot of doctors put them on birth control pills but i also know the crowd that follows me does not like birth control pills and and i think it's a good a a smart thing um because of the breast cancer risk um, and the clotting the stroke risk especially if you have methylation problems by the way uh but um or she needs a lot of natural progesterone while someone's trying to figure that out
2: yeah um couple questions on testing do you prefer blood tests or saliva yes. tests? No. Blood.
0: We tried using saliva at USC and elsewhere. Um,
2: but for hormones, genetics?
0: Yeah, no, we're just... Yeah, just hormones. Yeah, yeah, we're not very... We weren't, Maybe we didn't know what we're doing. I mean, one of there was a U.S. assistant surgeon general. There's me. There's some really smart PhDs, but we couldn't figure out how to get them to work right.
2: Yeah. Um, what about... Like, and all the studies...
0: Hang on. Yeah. All the studies... Are based on uh, serum levels, so you're asking me to suddenly compare uh, saliva levels to serum levels. I there's I don't know how to do that. Two different. Very.
2: Um. What about like particular time to get tested, like during your cycle, before, after? Do you have any preference on that? Well,
0: I know a lot of doctors do. I don't.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, your progesterone level in a. A young, healthy girl or a, a healthy woman should be above 10 or 20 nanograms per milliliter anytime we check it. Higher right before you have a period, but.
2: Yep. Um, what about this lady? Her doctor won't entertain the idea of giving her RDTs, so how can she go about trying to get them?
0: Go to a compounding pharmacy near you. Go to two or three and ask them who a good doctor is in your area who can help you who does who uses their progesterone and they'll give you i'll give you the name of probably two or three doctors or one or two doctors and they'll some will be consistent about it because uh who they really like and pharmacists deal with these doctors every day they get prescriptions from them every day you get so easy to go do that or call that pharmacy and talk to the pharmacist not to the you can talk to the front staff too but Talk to the pharmacist. And yep. if that doesn't work, contact me.
2: Cool. Um, This girl, she's 19, and she's only had two periods in the last year. She didn't get her first period till she was 17. She thought that was due to her intense ballet training, but now that she's no longer doing that so vigorously, she's still not getting regular periods. Do you know what the cause would be for that? Vitamin
0: deficiency is the first thing I'd look at.
2: Gotcha. I
0: know. It's not... Uh, new you are what you eat you're i mean it's um i sound like a naturopath but and indeed you got to honor what they do and how they do it but as but as an md i would do testing and determine what those vitamin deficiencies are and deal with them if you're having that many problems and questions before you really get into life you know start dating and get married and all that um and start wanting to have kids then you better figure that out and inspector. So certainly a um, not an unreasonable test to get up from.
2: Yeah. Um, what if you get your levels tested like your progesterone levels and they're in within the regular range, do you, is it still safe to take progesterone or?
0: Well, you know what? I, I say it every week. I go by your symptoms and your lying eyes because I trust you more than I trust lab work that, that may have been done incorrectly or, or drawn at the wrong time or we're making the wrong assumptions about. If you have the symptoms of hot flashes, night sweats, PMS, endometriosis, PCOS, all that. Um, when I was in medical school, they taught us to trust our clinical judgment over and above anything else. I'm gonna trust my nose, meaning the way I'm looking at you and listening to you and evaluating you, your history and all that before I trust what the labs tell me. I'm gonna trust you more. And um, it's a common mistake that weaker physicians might make so that, um, that don't trust their clinical judgment skills and their evaluation skills. Yeah, I can find you a hundred quotes on that alone. So, by by doctors who are much better, greater than I have, will ever be.
2: Yeah, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> um, go right back to questions. um Will progesterone help rheumatoid arthritis or raging perimenopause? Perimenopause.
0: Perimenopause. Yes.
2: What about arthritis? I don't know.
0: Not to my knowledge, but I've had women say their aches and pains uh, improved dramatically with it. Especially, there are studies that show that low progesterone causes TMJ. So.
2: Oh, it definitely has helped with my TMJ yeah. so much.
0: Yeah, your mom's too. I've probably got three or four hundred patients who it's helped with.
2: I couldn't even eat food without it hurting, and now I haven't had an issue in years. Right. I forget about it. It's oh. in
0: the literature.
2: Yeah. Um. Would progesterone help promote natural ovulation? If you're taking natural progesterone? No. Um, Won't
0: prevent it. Synthetic progesterone will prevent it. hmm. So uh, maybe in a sense it's promoting it. But if you're not naturally ovulating, 80% of the time I would have to guesstimate just roughly off what I've seen it's going to be a vitamin deficiency or you're, you're in menopause or you got some ovarian damage.
2: Yeah. Interesting. Can they hear me all right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what about women who've had hysterectomies? I know you've answered this a couple times, but they're still okay to take progesterone, right?
0: Yeah. I, yes. <laughs> uh, having an hysterectomy does not, does not suddenly make you not a woman and not need progesterone for the rest of your body, mind, spirit, everything. Yeah. That That's, I don't know where that came from, but doctors say that to patients all the time. Well, you don't have a uterus. You're postmenopausal, you don't need it anymore. And you're hot flashing 12 times a day. You can't sleep, you're covering your bed and sweat at night, really? So, yeah. And your pK for breast cancer hasn't even occurred. That's at 65. And remember that uh, American College of Epidemiology study showed that 500 plus percent decreased risk of breast cancer with a a healthy progesterone level. That's huge. Peak age for breast cancer is still 65, but now it's a bimodal peak at 35 roughly and 65. 35 we think is from all the young girls taking birth control pills out there interesting that's from some northern European studies yeah in my uh, breast cancer patient survival guide which you, everyone should grab uh, and along with my progesterone book so I've written three books that talked about progesterone well four. my textbook um, on preventive medicine my um, my program 120 uh, book handbook B for women that talks about progesterone levels and benefits my progesterone book which was incredibly popular in my breast cancer patient survival guide, which was a bestseller also. (laughs) Matter of fact, other than my textbook, they all, all three of those were big sellers Mm -hmm. have been number one at some point.
2: What about Dutch testing?
0: I get asked that all the time. Uh, you can do it. I'll look at it, but it's not my favorite.
2: Yeah will progesterone help with the foggy mind or like brain fog after post menopause
0: uh, yes can not guaranteed you probably a vitamin deficiency usually CoQ10 usually ubiquitol.
2: what about a 15 year old with cramps can she take progesterone
0: Well, yeah I'd use it all the time with them when the parents want me to yeah and we've got you guys
2: yep I started taking it for that very reason <laughs> Probably about that same age, huh? 15? Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know what? They put you on birth control pills at that age, which is unbelievable. Yeah. So
2: That was always the first solution when I was in college. It was a religious college, too. The first thing, any time a girl came was in... Was it
0: the, the Holy Sisters of <laughs> the Nunnery on the Beach Surf in Hawaii?
2: Yes, it was. The or Nunnery some? of Hawaii. No, It was BYU-Hawaii, and that was Whoa. the first solution. Was always to...
0: Well, with their medical people. They're not yeah. the school. Yeah. It was Don't always... Don't blame that on the school.
2: But i on birth control.
0: I know. It's sad. Well, yeah, it's not... It, it's medically acceptable, but it's, it's not health. Yeah. I th- you know my reasons. I'm going to debate that all day long.
2: It's fun to debate that. Just kidding. Um... Oh, people are really excited to see CoQ10 for brain fog. That's good.
0: Yeah. Try... You ubiquinol, get the red label if nothing else. You know, Walmart, Costco, or anywhere. Um, it's gotta be ubiquinol and you gotta take the first day if you wanna know, that's causing your brain fog, take five. Yeah, Yeah. so when you go to Walmart or Costco, um, take your take your water bottle, leave it in your car, bring the QNOP back, open it up, take five, and probably by the time you get home and get the groceries out of the car, You'll know if it worked or not. Yeah. Um,
2: this lady had a complete hysterectomy at the age of 27. She's wondering if she takes progesterone, should she also take like estrogen with it?
0: Well, we know so little about her. Yeah. How old is she now? How long has she been off? Uh, probably, yes. The medical literature would suggest yes, um, but the mode she would take them in are, are going to be different.
2: I know you you answered this earlier but what specific labs should people go asking for for progesterone you
0: really need them and feel like you need them absolutely uh serum progesterone level serum estradiol level serum free and total testosterone level a um serum dhea so4 and this is how we check thyroid properly a tsh ft 3 that's also called a free as in Free as in, I'm free, I'm free. Free T3 or free T4. Free as in Frank, I guess is what I should say. Yeah. That's your a proper thyroid valve. Get those to start.
2: Okay, this is kind of two opposite ways this question goes. But this lady, her, she started taking progesterone and her period went away. Is that okay? Or is that?
0: Well, yeah, she's 48 or 49. She probably likes that. Doesn't mean she's totally menopause, but she's... Close. I we know so little about her. if she's twenty and going away? That's a little much, but Yeah. Or <coughs> thirty, sorry, my throat's getting dry. <laughs> <clears> throat>
2: and then could taking progesterone help regulate your periods if you're a person who they kinda come and go, or like you said, is that a vitamin deficiency, maybe? Mixed? Yeah,
0: something else is going on. dude so the question I've got for them, do birth control pills help regulate your period?
2: this girl that was she said she was taking birth control pills but she didn't like how she felt on them
0: right most young living distributors won't or most people following want because of the methylation problems can't break those things down correctly that's why you don't feel good on them but they make you feel crazy you didn't answer my question though can do birth control pills regulate your period
2: no they don't don't they just make you bleed
0: right they just cause you to hemorrhage once a month that has nothing to do with your period you're not cycling You're not doing anything. It's just a withdrawal hemorrhage once a month. It's completely bogus and completely erroneous and incorrect and completely ignorant when doctors tell you that it's going to regulate your period. A birth control pill will regulate it. It does not. It does not. Would someone please explain to me how it regulates your period? It does not do it. It just shuts you down and then lets you hemorrhage once a a month because they thought that'd make you feel normal. That's why the birth control pills, you take six months at a time without without the hemorrhaging. And they let you hemorrhage once every six months just to clean things out a little.
2: So crazy. It's
0: just bogus. That's terrible. And most doctors believe that stuff. It's just, wow. Most doctors don't, from what I can tell, I better shut up. I'm <laughs> It's gonna be quiet. <laughs> I just have spoken to so many doctors out there who don't know this stuff. That's why they, that's why I get to speak at Disney World all the time.
2: Disney World. (laughs) Is that why you're wearing that shirt?
0: Yes. I'm hoping, call me Disney World, call me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, This girl, a week before her period starts, her entire body, bones, muscles hurt. And when she's touched, it causes extreme pain. Is that due to progesterone? She said at one point she was put on progesterone for a week and she felt so normal she could cry.
0: Yeah, due to lack of progesterone. So normally a woman right before her period should put out from her ovaries a big surge of progesterone. That's to kind of help her through her cycle and everything, her period, and minimize the bleeding and stuff like that. Some women don't create much of a surge. Some women don't have any surge because they're not making any... Progesterone for whatever reason. It could be genetics. It could be damaged ovaries. It could be a vitamin deficiency. It's got to be, someone's got to figure it out or should. Um, and, you, and if that woman feels better, does the, there's her lying eyes saying, I love the way I felt on that Progesterone. Why didn't they continue the Progesterone? I don't
3: know
0: Yeah, she doesn't say. I'd be like, what cruel doctor would pull that Progesterone from you it's harmless it has no real side effects and it made you feel normal and they took it I it befuddles me that's why that's going on yeah um, it, it's I think so if it's the Hippocratic oath you're doing no harm with progesterone none and I wish someone would show me an article that shows harm um, if it's in there it's a mistake the articles written poorly I've seen three or four of those over the years. Just, they conflate the word progesterone with the word progestational agent or the terminology progestation or progestin, which are synthetic-made progestational agents or synthetic progesterones that don't work and are just bad because of inflammation and breast cancer and clots. Um, so, yeah, I should, why would they do that? Mm, Sorry, I'm, I'm ranting. Sorry, I'll shut up.
2: <laughs> um that's okay that's interesting stuff um what about if you're past the 10-year window can you still take progesterone
0: wow who wrote that question
2: uh <laughs> do you want me to say her name yeah donna Caton.
0: Dan- donna you're you're the bomb for asking that how do you know about a 10-year window so yeah she re- must have read my book or she's a professional or or a uh, doctor or something uh researcher um 10-year window no the th- so, question is not completely apropos. Um, tenure window refers to the estradiol. So, women, a woman who goes through menopause, whether it be surgical or natural, um, if she doesn't take any oral estradiol for ten years after that event, after her either her last period or her last um, or her ovaries were removed, surgical, you know surgical menopause occurred. It's got to be ovaries removal. It can't just be a, a partial hysterectomy where their uterus or endometrium were removed. But, um, and they go 10 years, they can never be put on oral progesterone because it gives a high risk of clots, strokes, heart attacks, all that. That's from the Nurses Health Initiative. But if any time during that 10 year ten year period of time, they're put on oral estrogen, either, whether it even be primarin, which is horse, Echinestrol, but there's still some 17 beta estradiol in there, or any other natural form of 17 beta estradiol, um, that resets the clock to another 10 years. So as long as they keep taking them, the clock's gone. The minute they stop, the 10 year window starts again. You know, counting down. And if they get to eight or nine, nine or ten, somewhere in there, I won't put them on the oral estradiol. It has nothing to do with progesterone. Hmm. Strictly about estradiol. But it's the estradiol, it's in window. We know it from the nurse's health initiative uh, and the women's study and all that. Really smart doctors put all that together. That's why you saw heart attacks and strokes in those studies. Not from progesterone, but from estradiol. Primarin that was being given. Inappropriately. They just didn't know it during that study. Is start- that too much? No, it's good. Should That's we good. start
2: wrapping up, though? It's eight eleven. 11
0: Did they like it? Yeah, mm-hmm. there's always more questions I don't coming. See any floating hearts coming up. Oh, there's, oh, there's one, one. Oh, there's two, three, four, oh, okay. five,
2: six. He loves those floating hearts.
0: Floating hearts everywhere. Oh, <laughs> uh, I used to not know what those meant, but yeah. So next week you're gonna be here, right?
2: I'm here this next week, but not the next.
0: So, let's do one. I don't know what we're gonna do now. Give me some ideas. Post some ideas. Brecken, who's hmm. our winner tonight for the thirty-minute visit with me?
2: Oh.
0: I think that
1: that Donna who asked the ten-year window—that's a good question.
2: Did, did Donna,
0: Donna. Let me find Donna Caton, I think. Was Donna Caton. Caton,
2: yeah. Donna. Yeah, that was a
0: great question. <laughs> How did you know about the ten-year window? You I read, read my one of my <laughs> books, <laughs> did you? Yeah. I talk right. about it in my Didn't some of my books, my dial book. Um. So get my estrogen book, menopause book. I don't know what it's yeah. called. All your books are at greatmedebooks.com. I forgot, yeah. Uh-huh. I we still have that, that, didn't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so at dot greatmedebooks, com. Is it www before that? Yeah. it's. Why don't it we have to put that in anymore? You said to put that in. we're sophisticated now and we don't need it. Okay, www.greatmedebooks.com.
1: <laughs> redundancies I'm sorry <laughs> world <laughs> wide web uh-huh. um i bet your youngest daughter wouldn't even know what that means
2: probably not
1: she <laughs> knows <Probably> <laughs> what progesterone's for though yeah that's true but yeah uh a couple things to help remind people we still have this sale going on for if you buy a genetic test and a spectra cell you get a free 30 minutes too so not only donna gets that free 30 <laughs> minutes uh, other people will get that too
2: and so many of you have bought testing and we're still waiting on receiving it back from you guys so make sure if you purchase it that you do it because yeah
0: do it and get it back to us
2: because you can have or, consults well don't it.
0: get it back to us get it the to lab. either gx science Center in austin my friends at gx mm-hmm. um oh and don't forget we do offer dementia testing mm-hmm. if you're kind of stressed in the back of your mind about dementia because your granddad had it or your mom is kind of acting a little funky like uh, you I'm joking. <laughs> um, make sure you do that testing It's cheap uh, It'll give you answers And you can sleep better at night Or there's some really really good Options in the literature now Watch my uh, PowerPoint, um, watch my video on that uh, And you'll see the options On dementia? Yeah. Yep, it's uh, pinned
1: to the top of your page On Dan Purser MD on Facebook How'd you do that? You just pin it it depends. <laughs> yeah,
2: You don't know how to pin stuff. Or it's
1: right on the front page of
0: DanPressureMD.com. I'm so too. busy just trying to keep my head above water every day with patience. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, should we call it quits? Oh, you're gonna. Oh, Donna Kate won it.
2: Yeah, I just said Donna Kate and you won. Please email me and they put my email. So I'll DM her too. But just okay. wanted to put her name out there.
0: Yeah. So um, yeah, and so put up post something about. What should we talk about next Sunday?
2: Oh, you've already gotten a lot, but I'll put a hmm. dedicated a post to it, good. too. And keep asking me. your questions here. We'll keep trying to get through them throughout this week. And yeah, I'll keep on them, too. He likes to do it when he's bored and lonely. Huh?
0: <laughs> well, it's am <well>, Never lonely. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Can't I wake bored. up at 4 o'clock in the morning. I'll sit there for three hours. And no, <laughs> oh, I can. know. I get the emails.
2: He sends us emails. <laughs>
0: so, let's see. Uh, I'd like to thank you all for listening. I'm trying to learn all this, so I do the same thing every week. We're all family now and have been for a while. You know how I feel. I mean, I, I'm gonna listen to you and your symptoms and your lion eyes, so to speak. What do you believe, your lying eyes? Or what some schmucky doctor tells you? Um, I probably believe your lion eyes usually, but, um, um, and I really appreciate that, so um, I hope you do too. I really try to cover cover topics you like. You can watch this Facebook Live on my YouTube channel and please uh, like those if you do, or even if you don't, um, you can listen to these podcasts too, Spotify and iTunes. Mm-hmm. And um, and if you've got a um, ever got one of my books, to go back and leave me a review. I really appreciate it. So this is Doctor Dan Perser um, signing off. God bless and go in good health.